Welcome back to Revolution and Ideology. I'm Jared. I'm Nick. And today we are going to just do a reading of an Australian Aboriginal tale called The Secret of Dreaming. Uh, we use it quite a bit in our courses um, because of its evidence of a circular lifestyle. So real quickly, what's a circular lifestyle? Uh, for the vast majority of human existence on Earth, uh, people lived in familial clan or tribe-based societies. Um, almost all of these societies were circular in nature. And when we say circular, we mean socially circular, politically circular, economically circular. Um, so what does that mean? It means they lacked all forms of rigid hierarchy. Most material organizations was ba organization was based on relationships of reciprocity and mutual exchange. Um, and a lot of what they uh, valued was based on what they learned through, of course, observation of the natural world. These societies necessarily valued like a we-over-me ethic. Circular lifestyles of hunting and gathering meant that people's material needs, such as like access to water or food or shelter, were often revolving with seasons or migration patterns or um, moon cycles or things along those lines. And importantly, nature was always included in the circles. And when I say nature, I mean not just like animal life or plant life. I'm talking like the literal ocean or rivers or mountains or whatever, right? The desert itself, if we want to speak about like, you know, Australia. Um, and it's important for them to understand that if they were included, if they were to include the natural world in these circles, the environment also received like reciprocal um, treatment. Uh, it's It's... A very early form of uh, uh, take a penny, or what is it? Give a penny, take a penny? Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. Take a penny, give a penny. Take a penny, give a penny? Am I, I saying that correctly? Way it goes. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All values were then attached to, of course, like all the same values that you would attach to people would also be attached to, of course, nature. And, of course, uh, they began to. Um, uh, teach that this is how you treat your environment. And it became important to put that into what we call an ethically constitutive story. We have an entire like short three minute episode on what an ethically constitutive story is, but basically it's kind of a foundational narrative that sets the ethics um, of course, of a society. So without like going further into the whole circular... Well, uh, I also think what's an, another important factor that I really like to focus on is that they were temporally circular as well, meaning that... Oh, yeah. Right, like it wasn't where life was this linear trajectory forever. It was that you died and became part of nature and like, right, it's a circular idea of existence even, which I think is really important. The reason we think this is important, the reason we teach it in class is because to be blunt, people thought of the world this way, like gift giving, exchange, reciprocity, honestly, egalitarian equality across society for the vast majority of human existence. Close, to, If humans have been around for about 350,000 years is what anthropologists are now telling us, homo sapiens, um, we've only been operating in this exploitative high hierarchy eh, for about 10,000 of those 350,000 years. Mm -hmm. So, and we can see how wildly unsustainable it is sociologically, psychologically, economically, um, environmentally, and environmentally uh, the list goes on and on. So it's important for us to kind of maybe uh, look back and see um, what was possible before we ended up screwing it up. So let's um, learn, of course, from the Aboriginal cultures of Australia in this case, and uh, let's get into the secret of dreaming. Now, the version I am going to be basically reading to you all uh, is a kind of a compilation piece. So what's revealed to us um, from our translator here, Yggdrasil Distro, uh, in 2009 is when he translated this, or she translated it. 
um, is that uh, there is no one singular version. That's what happens oftentimes with oral histories. And so what it ends up being is a compilation piece that is the best uh, translation that they could come up with um, to basically, I don't know, um, cogently put together this narrative. So let's do it. The Secret of Dreaming. Once there was nothing, nothing but the spirit of all life. For a long time there was nothing. Then, in the mind of the spirit of life, a dreaming began. In the empty darkness there was a dreaming of fire, and the color of fire burned brightly in the mind of the great spirit. Then came a dreaming of wind, and the fire danced and swirled in the mind of the spirit of life. And then came a dreaming of rain. For a long time the battle of fire, wind, and rain raged in the dreaming. And the great spirit liked the dream, so the dreaming continued. Then, as the battle waned between fire, wind, and rain, there came a dreaming of earth and sky, and of land and sea. For a long time this dreaming continued. The great spirit began to grow tired from the dreaming, but wanted the dreaming to continue. So life was sent into the dream to make it real, and for creator spirits to continue the dreaming. So the spirit of life sent the secret of dreaming into the world with the spirit of the Baramundi. And Baramundi entered the deep still waters and began to dream. Baramundi dreamed of waves and wet sand, but Baramundi did not understand the dream and wanted to dream only of deep still water. So Baramundi passed the secret of dreaming to the spirit of Kuriki, which is the turtle. And Kuriki came out of the waves onto the wet sand and began to dream. Kuriki dreamed of the rocks and warm sun, but Kuriki did not understand the dream and wanted to dream only of the waves and wet sand. So Kuriki passed the secret of dreaming on to the spirit of Bogai, which is the lizard. And Bogai climbed onto a rock and felt the warm sun on his back and began to dream. Bogai dreamed of the wind and the open sky, but Bogai did not understand the dream and wanted to dream only of rocks and warm sun. So Bogai passed the secret of dreaming onto the spirit of Bunjil, which is the eagle. And Bunjil rose into the open sky, felt, his wing, felt the wind in his wings, and began to dream. And Bunjil dreamed of the trees and the night sky, but Bunjil did not understand the dream and wanted to dream only of the wind and open sky. So Bunjil passed the secret of dreaming onto the secret uh, to the spirit of Kunarang, which is the possum. And Kunarang climbed into the tree, looked at the night sky, and began to dream. So Kunarang dreamed of wide plains and yellow grass, but Kunarang did not understand the dream and wanted to dream only of the trees and the night sky. So Kunarang passed the secret of dreaming on to the spirit of the kangaroo. And Kangaroo stood tall, looked across the plain of yellow grass, and began to dream. Kangaroo dreamed of music and song and laughter, but Kangaroo did not understand the dream and wanted to dream only of the wide plains and yellow grass. So Kangaroo passed the secret of dreaming on to the spirit of man. And man walked across the land and saw all the works of creation. He heard the bird song at dawn and saw the red sun at dusk and began to dream. Man dreamed of sharing the music of dawn birds and dance of the emu and the red ochre of sunset. And he dreamed also of the laughter of children. And man understood the dream, so he continued to dream of all things that had been dreamed before. He dreamed of the deep, deep still water, of the waves, of the wet sand, of the rocks and the open sky, and the trees and the night sky and the plains and the yellow grass. And man knew through the dreaming that all creatures were his spirit cousins, and that he must protect their dreaming. And he dreamed of how he would tell these secrets to his child, who was not yet born. Then the great spirit knew at last that the secret of dreaming was safe, and that being tired from the dreaming of creation, the spirit of life entered the land to rest. So that now, when the spirit of all creatures becomes tired, they join the spirit of life in the land. So this is why the land is sacred, and man must be its caretaker. What do you have to say about that regarding 
showing off the values of a circular way of thinking. Very clearly, much more in tune and value uh, nature, definitely, right? Like the spirit of all life is found in the land. And when, well, I can't remember the wording, when the spirit of any being gets tired, it joins the spirit of life in the land and so forth. Oh, yeah. So for sure. Nature. So Q, Elton John, Circle of Life exactly. song. Absolutely. So, yeah. but that's also, I think the one thing that, that is super um, amazing to me is the implicit understanding of the way life works. Mm-hmm. And even to be blunt, if we wanted to use a modern scientific term, evolutionary theory here, we start with the barramundi, which is a fish. So life begins in the ocean. Granted, uh, uh, um, you know, ancient hunter-gatherers could not see, you know, like bacteria and little things like right. that. So, But they understood that life Life began in the water. Well, we know that life here on mm-hmm. Earth began in the water. And we see like the evolutionary process from the barramundi, the fish. We see, of course, um, the turtle. We see a reptile, right? That is both like on the water and the land, which is like amphibious, right? And we know that's what happened, right? Life came from the water onto land. And then, of course, we see the lizard, right? And the lizard is like the next evolution. And from the lizard, we see the bird, which is an awesome leap that only yeah. recently we began to understand, right? Dinosaurs to birds only in the, like, the last, yeah, I don't know, what, four or five decades, I think, mm-hmm. that, that we've only understood that realization, yep. right? And then, of course, we see like uh, from the bird, we see a lower end, uh, 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 what am I looking for? Mammal. Mammal, right? Mm-hmm. Marsupial in the case of the possum, and then we see like the higher order, right? The kangaroo, and then eventually we have man. But we see this very important understanding. And as Nick said, after all that's done, it all comes back into a circle, right? We all go back to be with the spirit of creation. Mm-hmm. What else do you see that kind of like shows value in well, the circular way of thinking? The really important thing is, right, that man, once they get the power of dreaming, they see the secret of dreaming is that all living beings are connected to one another, right? This chain of all life being connected, right? This interconnectivity from the natural, the land, to each living being, and just an awareness at all times of that connection, which we uh, for sure have lost in our modern society today. Right. And it is, I mean, like I said, taking care of mm-hmm. all of it, right? Like I get that there are, uh, there's the, the the Genesis biblical notion of like being stewards of the land, but this takes it like up a level, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is a much more deep spiritual connectivity to not just life um, in a current context, but all life that has preceded us and all life that will um, carry on after we're gone, which is something that we have clearly lost. And that's why we focus so heavily, especially in our courses that we teach on like the circular philosophy, because it's long gone. We are mm-hmm. linear thinkers. We are short-term linear thinkers now. We've lost this. And one might argue it's one of the reasons we're seeing not just like envir- environmental degradation, but the rise of psychological issues, right? The rise of mental health issues, um, a difficulty getting along with the uh, with each other, the creating of the other, tribalism, for lack of a better term. We're seeing all of these things become more and more paramount as time progresses because we are on, and I use that word progresses intentionally, a linear trajectory of unsustainable practices. Yeah, I mean, not to mention, right, the impact on the natural world that that trajectory is having. Right. It's an absolute um, um, cautionary tale that we're trying to um, elicit here. Anyway, at this point, um, I think that's all I have on the secret of dreaming. I do want to make a minor um, correction slash shout out. So the compilation we have was put together by Yggdrasil, um, but the original 
content that they drew from comes from Jim Poulter and was illustrated by Mark Smith. So we want to make sure, of course, we're citing where we're getting our sources from. So we cite Yggdrasil, and then Yggdrasil goes on to cite Jim Poulter. So um, I think that's important to add in there. Anyway. Check out our website, revolutionandideology.com. Um, subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about this video. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Uh, you really inspire us to keep doing what we're doing. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. Later.